0: What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff?
1: Um we did. We did it. Well I really wanted to tune to the sound of the air conditioning isn't on in this room. I wish it was, but it's loud. So instead we have the fan on. on. Mm -hmm. And so I was wanting to tune to that hum of that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something something under. Something. Yeah, it just
0: took us some time. It took us Our some time. Our instruments were warped from the heat.
1: I mean, it's so hot. Yeah, it's, this
0: week was in
1: It's really nice that we weren't in New York. It that really, plus. That's a plus of being upstate right now, that we were not in, in New York while. City. It was How long does it feel like you haven't been in New York City? Ten years. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's actually only been, like, nine or ten days, but feels that in a long time.
1: Yeah, it really I definitely feel like, you know, we talked about this a few weeks ago when I get somewhere new, I'm like, I live here now and this is it and this is my life and my old life is gone and I uh, you know, I have like full I remember when I was saying Decathexis all the time.
0: Constant. Yeah,
1: it's like that. And it's like, full decathexis yeah. to New York, where I'm like,
0: bye. I'm glad you've moved past the decathexis phase.
1: Well, we would have been talked about in therapy, like, that week, I think, when I started using it all the time. And I was just so obsessed with this. Idea. Well, this truth but, of, like, well, attachment and then just, like, Goodbye attachment like
0: now you've completely uncathexed and you're moved on
1: yeah I decathexed from decathexis <laughs> yeah. um did you feel like growing up in boarding schools and like seeing people you'd be close to and then like ballet companies mm-hmm. where you'd like be really intimate with these people mm-hmm. and then be like goodbye mm-hmm. do you feel that that? Became part of your person, like that became part of your personality of like.
0: Mm -hmm. I think what it does is it gives you a like a kind of confidence that like, you will have friends again and you will develop intimate relationships again. Yeah. Because you've done it so many times, you're just like in a pattern of like, moving to a place, developing meaningful relationships, and going out onto the next place and developing meaningful relationships, and some of them. Dissolve, like disappear with time, the old ones, and some of them don't, you I know? Remember, like
1: I think it was when we were rehearsing Night Light, Bright Light, when we went through, like, just people who mm-hmm. we've had, like, encounters with. They're
0: gone, they're gone, they're gone. And we
1: would, like, say their name and then just go, they're gone, they're gone, they're gone, they're gone, mm-hmm. and we went through, like... Many. Many.
0: And that's just mutual friends. <laughs> that,
1: that's not even just... That's not, like, our individualized...
0: No. I remember doing this
1: play when I was... And I was only, like, 21 at this time. And I'd done uh, many plays post-Interlochen at that point already. And, um, and I was working with the, it was with these people who had all gone to school together, so they were very close. And I came into this play, and we became close. And one of them said, so when we're all back in New York, are we all going to hang out? And I said, no. Because yeah. I knew. Yeah. I knew. I, because I had experienced as well coming, like, finishing a play and then trying to reach out to people and then being like, no. Yeah. The first play, the first professional play I did was with Marion Seldis, who's an incre- famous actress. If you don't know who she is, look her up. I miss her beyond. I wish I could have her on the podcast. Um, she's passed away, but <laughs> I, we, we would, I was just obsessed with her and we. I would spend like every day of the show in her dressing room before we'd go on stage and just talking about what theater was like and she had worked with Martha Graham and Sandy Meisner and I mean it was just beyond um, and I called her when we were both back in New York and she called me back and she said darling oh no my family is whatever production I'm in at that time and Gar who was her boyfriend who was like Ninety, but mm-hmm. she always called her boyfriend. And Carson um, Kanan, uh, for those theater people, you'll know who that is. And, and you'll, but you'll know that because you'll know who Marion is. And it really, and she goes, and I love you, but I simply don't have capacity. And I was like, it was when I started to be like, it's, I was like, that's true. When you're, it really is. I'm going was over this here. Was this your a
0: message or? Live? No, no,
1: we talked on the phone.
0: Were you like, that's cool?
1: I was like. I think I get it. And she was like, I was 18, so Uh, she was like, you're, you know, you'll see. And she's like, especially as you get older, you'll see. uh Uh-huh. And, yeah, I mean, age. I was thinking about My Brilliant Friend today, which, and I think it's in book three, one of the, I mean, I'm talking about the four books, the Neapolitan novels. In book three, there's a part that begins with a chapter titled Old Age, Mm-hmm. And they're both thirty-five. I, I mean, at the start of that kind chapter.
0: of yeah. yeah, it's like at that point where you can start to reflect on really big chapters of your life, you yeah. know, and be like, well, though that was a very long time ago when I was in high school or in yeah. college. Yeah, come in, you have what a surprise guest. <gasps>
1: what? Why right. Oh
0: the magnolias
2: are by the the Oh my you. god. I, when I came <laughs> in
0: my room last night and saw them against the poppy wallpaper, I thought this is the best place to be. Isn't it? Oh, this oh, is
2: magnolia's the best.
1: I mean, will you really are you burning in here? We just have a fan <coughs> on because of
0: it's not too end. bad. It All right, sounds- we'll
1: see how you feel.
0: We can make it colder. Do you want a pillow? No, good. I'll just. It. Um,
1: we were just talking about. Sorry, yeah. ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, another we have been joined by,
0: Parker and Gracie.
1: Parker and Gracie, <laughs> yeah. and we were just talking about. I was talking about the first play I did was with Marian Saldis, uh, and I called her when I got back to the city to say, <gasps> "Can we hang out?" Mm-hmm. And she said, "Darling." Um, my, I I don't want to repeat this story for the listeners but I'm going to listeners she said um, my life is with the family of the show I'm in at that time and then Gar and I simply don't have capacity to see anybody and she goes and when you get older you'll understand close relationships and you won't be able to see people you've been in shows with after and I was like were you embarrassed? I was, because I was 18, and yeah. I was in love with her, and all I wanted to do was see her every day, mm-hmm. and hear about Martha, and and how, mm-hmm. what theater used to be, what theater could be.
2: Mm-hmm. And so she just told you that she's in, in she the story. Like, I in the yeah.
1: She was like, I could She was like, I just can't. But then we'd see each other, like, and have these amazing encounters that, like... Penn Station when I helped her get a bus ticket to go mm. visit her daughter for Thanksgiving and she said this is the first Thanksgiving in 16 years I've had off wow, wow. it was
0: did wow. you ever go through periods of like painful mourning after a show ended where you were like oh, I went through painful mourning for a whole
2: movement of the independent film <laughs> community yeah. and were you like working with movement. a lot of the same
0: people a lot exactly like yeah it's a really them.
2: small town Yeah. and then all of a sudden you know it, it got co-opted by the studio system and independent filmmakers went out to Hollywood to try to get their independent movies made with big stars that wanted their changes and wanted characters eliminated yeah. and had demands and then they would have to compromise their material and then the, the movie wouldn't get made because it went through so many, you know, it went through that track of, yeah. um, of, that, of the system.
1: And did you feel a breakdown in the community of, like, the friends and, like, not, like, the actors, of the actors being like, what's happened yeah. to my family?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, some of them, like, Hal Hartley or, right. um, you know, it was, it was nice to watch Greg Matola 15 mm. years after the Day Trippers get to direct Superbad and, yeah. and become this, you know, filmmaker who's like, yeah, I'm going to stand by the monitor I stand uh, by the camera yeah. rather. I stand by the camera. Yeah. So and I'm there with the actors because yeah. all of a sudden it just got so inflated and puffed up, and everyone seemed these guys seemed to bring all their friends from college yeah. to to, to yeah. set to watch you work yeah. yeah and and it just became like ooh, ooh, yeah a bunch of, yeah where am I and yeah. and um, and it became kind of social in that way as these business people. Um, You know, like Harvey Weinstein started making it popular. I remember reading some article about You know, bankers used to be behind closed doors and they weren't even they would never think of going and set and being involved with the artists and and being Creative and having a say and all that because they just did they just did the money and they did the banking and the account Yeah, yeah, yeah. they handed over a check and there was this this boundary you know you see all about eve you know and and you see what or like opening night and or, you see yeah, like yeah. the creative process and that those people just kind of wait in the wings and witness and watch and support and enjoy right. you know what the art is and what the story
1: is well and, and what philanthropy and used to you. be in that way instead mm-hmm. of like now i also get to touch you mm-hmm. like it's gonna yeah. be it's the perversion of money into art and well they get, in the they get to be yeah, in the yeah,
2: frame they yeah. get to be in the frame because they can be in a yeah, yeah. post on instagram and they can be you know they can be famous now did Producers they ever and
1: were they also like making little like were they ever like i want to be an extra did harvey mm-hmm. do that i feel like he also Oh, was i like, don't know
2: if he did that like but maybe
1: he'll be in this restaurant scene or your daughter will be you know it'd be like
2: mm-hmm.
1: maybe she can like sit over there in that booth
2: that's you know. right. And there, yeah, so you start, to, I started to see like a rise in that, and people that had money, you know, from different businesses become filmmakers and, and no, not filmmakers, but directors, right? right? Yeah. To when To
0: become the producers a director, I'm going to be yeah. a director now. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, Was Guffman your first Christopher Guest movie? Yes. And yes. when you made that, did you know that you'd be moving forward in time with those people? Or was mm. that kind of like We made this movie You never
2: I- knew that Or I didn't know that I didn't have that Awareness in my 20s You know You were
0: just so much In the
2: experience
0: Yeah And the collaboration of it Is such a joy And you were, must have been thrilled When you were like Oh my god We oh my all get god. to come And do another show together
2: Yeah
1: Oh when the next one happened. Yeah Yeah, all, but
2: yeah. Like, but did. It, it's, it's even more than that You know It's kind of like uh, it's not just you know waiting for government or best in show. It wasn't just about theater. It wasn't just about you know dog dog show competitions. Right. But um, you know the culture at at, the, at that moment. And I had before I did best in show, I came back to I had been away and and yeah I did you've got mail and then I like right. left the country and escaped and came back to <laughs> for like a year and a half and ran out of money and traveled and I came back to like. To do Scream Three and see like what is this Scream thing, and I landed. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I yeah. have to get. Yeah. I have to get. Um, <laughs> I have to get a job, and all of a sudden it's like, well, there's a part for you in Scream Three. And just like, heaven. Really?
0: Was your name Gail in that movie? I think so. Isn't that good? It Gale. was Gail.
1: Amazing. Well, I didn't. Gail Weathers is a great name. name. Well, I didn't Gale. see it until after we become friends, and I was like. Um, this <laughs> is high art. It's Jackie Beat's this favorite is, performance. This is performance. <laughs> Jackie Beat's ama- is in front of Parker. Yeah, she was amazing. Yeah, this amazing.
2: so funny. And, yeah. I mean, uh, it's really...
1: Well, I mean, I mean it, that... It was just this... It's so pleasurable. I, re- I
2: repeat it. I, like... I couldn't believe Wes let me do this stuff that I got away with. Like, standing behind... Well, he seems really cool. like, a character. And... I remember Courtney Cox had some line, like, where have you been, Dewey? And I, like, mouthed a lot, the lines as if I... Because I was <laughs> Doing playing <method>. her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I know what she's going to say because right. I'm playing her within right. the movie. Yeah. And that's what... Drives Gale Weathers right. mad. I, I don't even know if that's her name, but it, but it sounds like it is. Because my whole thing, I was like, Wes, why do people even stay in these horror movies? Why isn't everyone just running around, screaming, laughing, and freaking out? Like, yeah. oh my God, there's really a guy with a mask in here. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I why? mean? What did, why? What did is did you he say? More, you know, because, um... <clears throat> well, um... And I'd, i would, I was like I well people need something to scream about. And this is yeah. what you know. That was kind of well, those my were you know. Those and, movies and they, they, were
1: brilliant.
0: Y- yeah. Well, and, they were both terrifying yeah. and commentary on like the hysterical, horrific, and are. the comedy. Yeah, like the that and the comedy paired with terror
1: gave catharsis for me, as not it? Like mm-hmm. it was so like because you'd be like ah,
2: <laughs> like getting to like scream, scream really and hard laugh. and yeah. then laugh
1: really hard because the movie itself was commenting with you.
2: Yeah, I didn't. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, got, I got to see what that was as I yeah. experienced working in right? to be here for you no, all to
1: sit down okay. here. And, um... you with Gracie. Is that your... And, uh... That's but music. when
2: I landed in, um... Is that my phone? That's when I landed... Music.
0: Sorry. Okay.
1: Right. And, um... I love whatever that music is. And got
0: to, uh... What song were you listening to? This is Lou Reed. Uh, Lou Reed. Um... Yeah.
2: And, uh... It just seemed like such a crazy culture. And I would see men, you know, men on motorcycles with like a scream mask on the back of their heads like driving around LA and people were wearing the, the merch from the whole scream movement. It's a really crazy story happened while I was shooting, which is so weird. I was staying at the Chateau Vermont and I was wearing like uh, uh, like a tie around my head you know, yeah. to keep my head on. <laughs> and, and I would roll my hair into this thing. It just felt like such a crazy culture and time. I was yeah. like, I need protection. Like I became like <laughs> witchy, you know, yeah. just like, this is strange. I covered a camera. It was like at the beginning of people having cameras. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had um, a little portable camera that I uh, JVC, I think, <laughs> that I cut, wrapped in black tape.
0: Like a video camera.
2: A video camera, and I would click it on when people didn't know. Like, and I would take it to like events and stuff. <laughs> and. And I became like a spy. It was like, so like things a huge just felt. Thing so... on your wrist. It wasn't on my wrist, you no. Know, but I covered it in hot yeah, yeah, tape. Yeah. Like... You were like,
1: no. Well, because of these things, everyone's like barely even looking at you anyway. I exactly. mean, everyone's looking at themselves. Yeah. Like, like, like a like... premiere, people are kind. They're of, like, hello, but they're looking at themselves as they like self-direct their premiere on the red carpet. Right. Um, mm. What happened to that foot? But anyway.
2: I have it here, somewhere. I have a big box, for, and from Waiting for Guffman 2, because I, I have like outtakes and stuff. We have there. to give
0: that to Jeremy. I need and to And have, have her put it together. together. God, when you <laughs> said Waiting for Guffman 2, I was like, the sequel? No. I, was like, <laughs> I would <laughs> love to see that. <laughs> but anyway, I was, at the I
2: was um, looking over my script, I looked outside the window, it was a corner room, and I saw sitting, it was the back of a man sitting in a chair watching TV, and Scream was on the first one and I screamed this is crazy I was like this is because <laughs> <laughs> like, so, already I was getting kind of creeped out you know I yeah. was shot at a at a convent that was haunted and did is all these night is it actually scary to
0: shoot a movie like Were you in the
2: west of course and I was nervous about doing it because I, I didn't I was like I don't really I don't want to be scared for you know six weeks and and, then, <laughs> and then running around and like you know, being that head and then I had fun with it. And he let me have fun with it. And, um, yeah, but some really funny things happened on that. Some great synchronicities that were just, uh, we, we shot in the, um, in the house of the writer of Greece. Is that
1: the house with the two way mirror thing that you're behind? Is that your house? Was that the writer from Greece's house? That was a
2: set, I think. That was and a set. Wes on that day came up to me and said, um,
1: when she dies behind this two-way mirror. Yeah,
2: behind the two-way mirror which was freaking me out too.
1: Oh, It's like my nightmare. Yeah. It's like being in a therapist's office as a child. (laughs) I would like get taken to this therapist as a kid and I'd look at the mirror and I'd be like, I know there's people behind it. You knew? Yeah. I knew they were watching because I'd seen so many movies. Your mom was letting
0: you watch adult films. I mean, yeah. Yeah.
1: I would like grow up on The Grifters. It was like, (laughs) yeah, I knew, I was like, there's like a bunch of people back there like writing on like yellow pads being Mm -hmm. like, Let's see, because I was one of the, I was like in the, I was a child who was put on Prozac when it was invented, so I was also a stat,
2: because they were just
1: putting kids on Prozac at that time. I was nine years old when Prozac came out, and I was nine years old when I was put on it, so I'd get taken to this place and mm-hmm. interviewed and get blood work done. I was nine uh, when I went
0: to boarding school. Maybe that would have been like Prozac for you.
1: I know. I should have gone to a, a boarding school where I could have been like singing. Yeah. You know, the hills are alive with the sound of Yeah, like Midwest. Like, well, like, yeah, like making <laughs> out with other boys instead of being like yeah, a ladder.
2: Yeah, the answer is just to sing.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. What were you doing when you were nine?
2: Um, I started ballet at, um, that's right. at nine. But what was it going oh, to be? Oh, with Oh, and Wes like, was like, there's a man. You know, you You have to take this seriously. There's mm-hmm. someone, is coming. You know, is gonna try to. You know. And I was like Wes, don't worry. Like I know, I'm, te- I'm terrified. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's get this over with. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 <laughs> let's yeah, yeah. Get yeah. It over with. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And the um, the actor um, stunt person who was playing the guy with the screen mask was so wonderful. And, uh, but we were shooting late at night in this haunted convent and like, you know, waiting, you know, till like two, in, two o'clock in the morning be like, okay, Parker, you're needed. And you just like scream uh, and run down a spiral staircase. And then you have to like, you know, and then you drive home and then you're just like, you stay
0: at the hotel. At the end, do you like blow out your vocal cords or are um, you practicing?
2: No, I see, I'm not a singer, Read, I wasn't thinking of that. Okay, and I, and you just then, went
0: for it. Yeah, yeah, you just go for it. Yeah, but yeah, you, yeah. You're so adrenalized. What was your so death out. wound? Did he cut your throat?
2: I think he stabbed he, me in, stabbed. The, in the stomach, I think. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. And then they shoot the two in mirror or something, and you like fall through it or something, and you're there. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's really, I want to do a horror movie so bad. I want to be in one so bad, yeah. because I feel like... I relate. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I remember every summer, I feel like I'm in the final scene of Alien when (sighs) Sigourney Weaver is trying to get down those halls because I'm so hot. Yeah. (laughs) Like, she's sweating. She's peering around corners. She slides down a wall when she sees the alien, which is quite frankly what it can feel like sometimes to go to work. And you're here, like, oh god! And you slide down a wall and inch the other way. So no one's like, "Hey, Jack, can I borrow you for a moment?" Like, oh, I, I feel like hot and on a spaceship that I've got to get off of. Uh-huh.
0: Have you ever died uh-huh. in another movie? Um,
2: I died in the uh, My Louie episodes, oh, which yeah. was uh,
1: that was wild. It was the best part and of that um, show that was beyond. But Not I started ballet character. when I was
2: nine. Let's yeah, I want to hear
1: about that. I mean, okay.
0: it's, where are we? Where are we growing up?
2: Um, this was in Monroe, Louisiana at Linda Lavender School of Dance. <laughs>
0: oh, we're doing dance.
2: <laughs> Ballet, yeah. tap, and jazz. And um, her daughter is named Linda Lou. And her, Linda Lou's bedroom was lavender. She had these lavender curtains <sighs> with lace. And, and Miss Linda was so elegant and strict and amazing. I loved I, the ballet teachers and uh, and just that discipline and I was ready to. Yeah, I, I was walking around with books on my head. Oh. You know, before then I loved to, to find my balance. Okay, you were having
0: posture. You well, were it was something
2: to do alone. You know, and yeah. and, 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 uh, and in the <laughs> house yeah, totally. it was hot in Louisiana. You're just like I need to balance books on my head. And I'm what like, was
0: your brother doing while you were doing? Modeling. He was
2: playing with the boys. Yeah, he was outside, you know. Did like, you have like a, a moment of separation
0: growing up where, like, your twin went off to, to always, play with the boys? Always, always, oh.
2: yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's also the South, so it was like the boys. It's all about the boys, you know. Nothing mm. really is expected of girls. And, um, yeah, my parents, they thought I had a learning disability, but I was really just creative, yeah. They got me tested and in Monroe to college, and the, the teachers were like, she's just creative. We had a nice time. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But you know, my parents were worried because I wasn't. I didn't care about school at that young age, and knew that I would be wanted to do something else. Um. So, yeah, I was really glad that my parents could afford it you know his ballet would be expensive
1: did you ask to go to the school Mm -hmm. yeah you were like i had you seen ballet in like a movie or something
2: oh yeah i mean i grew up with my grandmother nani i was watching dance all the time and dancing around with her and she would like she would like step out of it was like she stepped out of the television set you know she acted like susan hayward she dressed to the (sighs) nines she made her own clothes she'd go to Neiman Marcus like you read she'd go to (laughs) Neiman Marcus and go home and copy what she saw wow and she she was like yeah Susan Hayward she had
0: like a real thing you know did she live alone?
2: no with my grandfather
0: Glenn did he was he just the audience?
2: uh huh (laughs) he was like a a stoic good natured good humored nice man who worked at Sunbeam Bread
0: yeah Sunbeam Bread uh huh I bet Mm -hmm. that town smelled good (laughs) i remember the smell of that at his office and yeah this that was ballet cool. teacher i had at purchase college this is not a
2: and we went to purchase we, we went, to, both went, to both purchase. went to Purchase. were you an actor
0: there yeah, yeah yeah. were you a dancer at ncsa
2: i was a dancer at ncsa and when i was 12 i auditioned for the program and i didn't get it And my dad called the dean of the school because he knew i'd be upset he said what do i tell my daughter she's going to be devastated because i went there for a summer program a mm-hmm. six-week summer program that a teacher named Tanju Tuzer from Turkey <laughs> um, recommended because when I was this, 11. this was at
1: Lavender was where Tanju was, right?
2: Yeah, and there was like a three, he was called in as a guest teacher oh and God, he singled me man. out. <clears throat> There's a picture of him in my book. Uh, we made the paper. Wow. Yeah, and it's this uh, beautiful, you know, Man in his like, early 20s. Ages. Yeah, I'd yeah. have body odor, and I thought that was really <laughs> yeah, yeah, serious. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was like, yes, I'm dedicated. You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is like,
0: you're like, this smells I serious. I like the work. Yeah, yeah and,
2: yeah. and so I got on point at 11, and I was like, a, you know, uh, threw the nails out of the shanks, cracked the shanks, and all that, and yeah. broke, you know, you're doing it and all. I stomped around, and I loved it, and I was. But then at NCSA, like, I was chewing gum in class and making people laugh. And, like, oh, I don't feel like catching up with that routine. You know, yeah. I just, like, stand, up, stand in the background and just be like, oh, whenever. So <laughs> so <laughs> I made the teachers laugh. And, like, I was, like, the cut up. And so anyway, the dean of dance told my dad when he said, what do I tell my daughter? He said, tell her she's an actress. Oh, and that's wow. so I went back for acting for the summer programs. I got in in the ballet department the following year and then just like can I can I go juggle in that in the circus (laughs) class
1: Maybe I learned how to
2: juggle and I made a few dear friends for for life but that was and it's still you know I'm sure you have this too like those experiences in that time is like you always work from that place and the caliber of 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 of, of talent and of expectations which are so old school and of those teachers, too, and of the Marion Saldis, right? Yeah, um, I mean,
1: it felt like everything felt like such a wellness discovery. I mean, I remember going to Interlochen, and it was the first time when I felt like, I mean, there were a lot of people there who were just there to, like, I don't know, be away from their parents, and mm-hmm. I, I mean, me too, but I was also there to really, I believed in the craft and the ritual mm-hmm.
2: of it all, mm-hmm. and
1: I was, it was the first time where people were like, this is it like Mm -hmm. this is this is all I was born for Mm -hmm. I'm a vessel for this thing Mm -hmm. and and I was reading Blood Memory at the same time so Mm -hmm. I'm like reading Martha Graham's biography while being like all life is is to practice and to Mm -hmm. become a vessel for something much larger than me Mm And these teachers
2: You know They teach us how to Construct that For ourselves And make that Into our home Yeah And then you just Get the tools And you You know
0: When you were leaving NCSA As having like All this dance training And you're auditioning To be an actress At Purchase What do you do For your audition Did you know how to Like prepare a monologue Or whatever
2: Well yeah At NCSA When I I guess I was 15 going on 16 um, A modern dance teacher With like hair down below her ass you know and like but she wore it high and like a modern like long bun I think her name was like Molly and um <laughs> Just she Molly. was intense you know and she's very regal and I liked her and she was the she was the modern dance teacher and she was like and we, I think we had we had a modern dance class within the acting uh you know six-week program and she said um yeah, well, what are you going to do for school and colleges? I said, well, NCSA and um, Juilliard, and um, I think I just really want to come here. And she goes, you should try SUNY Purchase mm-hmm. because wow. they accept a certain kind of student and different schools accept different kinds of, you know. So I was like, oh, okay. So it was just three schools and uh, I didn't be you felt too expensive. Yeah. Um, my brother went to Georgetown. Uh, Carnegie Mellon felt too... A uh, musical theater, which yeah. I wasn't really into. And uh, so what did I do as a monologue?
1: <laughs> if only we had You know
2: that. what? I forgot my monologue.
1: In the audition.
2: I, in the audition. Yeah. And <laughs> I... Um, I started talking to the. Uh, it was at the callback. My mentor, College Joe Stockdale, was a big Tennessee Williams fan. Uh. So he was just, and I mean, and uh, yeah, an, an expert in all of Williams, and he taught, and he taught uh, uh, theater uh, studies. Or, mm. So he just like, "You're from Laurel?" I'm like, "Well, I'm not from Laurel. I'm from the Louisiana, Louisiana But Blanche Dubois is from Laurel, so yeah. he's like loved it and um I forgot my monologue and then I just started uh talking into all the teachers (laughs) they're just like can we get rid of that accent and so the speech teacher Liz Himmelstein was there and I was like yeah I never yeah we can yeah I don't yeah we can um so uh but back to NCSA, the first monologue that I did there was Mary Tyrone from <gasps> Long Day's Journey and Tonight. I yes. was. Is that the like? I was fourteen. Lady. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. like yeah. the fog, Norman. Yeah. The fog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's
1: she's like this. She's like this. She's an alcoholic. Or she's a heroin. A heroin addict. addict. Yeah, I want to say she was a drug addict, and then I was like, "Is that true?" And she's it addicted is, to
0: morphine, and she's amazing. walking around the house. Well, Paul was saying how like you. Would be an amazing Katharine Hepburn if they ever I did mean, like a biopic.
2: Well, you know they were good. They did. There was talk about me when they did that that movie um, with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, e. oh that e. Kate, e. yeah, the it e. did. yeah, yeah. The and then they were like, yeah, well, there's talking, there's interest in you, and blah blah blah. i was like, I never get that part.
1: Oh, <laughs> um, because
2: you know it's a system, and <laughs> they're it is like, a they they just like.
1: And Kate was really. Kate in the loves system. that. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. She
0: loves being so, famous people.
2: I she mean,
1: does I mean, she loves being famous people it's yeah.
2: all about yeah it's it's um but yeah are oh lots of movies about famous people but they're in history we seem to be really nostalgic about that and then there's the uh because it guarantees an audience but
1: yeah on well, the movie that i was i told parker when you sent me that video of darcy bustle darcy is that bustle. who that she looks like who's in yes. the ashton piece
0: Yes, you look yeah. like Darcy Bussell.
1: Yeah, and I was the like, famous
0: British ballerina.
1: I was like, wow. I mean, I want that to happen? Of
0: course, it would have to be like a movie about Ashton. Right. Well, Darcy's life's not so interesting. It was just right. like, I was really good at ballet, and then I did it forever, and everyone loved me, and then now I'm on TV. You know? so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. End of
1: story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And that's it. <laughs> yeah. It was really nice. It was wonderful. It was really nice. It was really nice. That'll be the tagline. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's the moot. Darcy Bustle, it was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that Sylvie? Is that what that ballet was? Or which one? It's the one you sent me. She Sylvia. The, Sylvia with yeah. a bow and arrow. I'm going to show it to you because you do it. You sent it to me and I was like, that is, yeah. that does look <laughs> just like Parker. It's
0: you, but on point.
1: <laughs> yeah, which quite frankly with those feet, I like know, everyone, all of my, whenever my dance friends see a, a photo yeah, of that, they're a like, bar. it's a gorgeous It's
0: not just a flexible foot, it's Uh, just a beautiful foot. It's a really beautiful beautiful nail polish. polish. Yeah. Yeah. It's a coral. It's a a metallic coral.
2: Yeah, it's a metallic coral.
0: Yeah. It's Um, really good.
2: I had a neighbor across the street named Miss Turntine when I was in Louisiana. Are you
0: making up all these names? Exactly. No, isn't that amazing? I'm not. That's why i Well, your name book. is Parker Posey, exactly. which already is like I full cartoon. It yeah. sounds made up. It sounds made up. What's your brother's name? Chris. Chris, Chris
2: Posey? Mm-hmm. Christopher yeah. Glenn. Um, Christopher but that, uh, yeah, so Miss Turntine would, yeah, answer the door and she, she, she wore this collar too. But she was like, had the genie slippers and the fur on the toe and the little heel. And this is when, women wore, like, uh, housecoats with, like, feathers on them, you know what I mean, like, that kind of (sighs) early 70s, like, and she had a son who was, like, 14, and kind of, like, bad news, but he had, um, he collected, like,
0: little cars, he had one of those, like, things. Like the mother witch on Bewitched. She
2: was exactly Oh,
0: my God, Andorra. 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 She
2: really was
1: Andorra. I had this queen who would, um, say whenever, like, someone would leave a party without saying goodbye, he goes... That was in Andorra, because you would just be, because she would just disappear, yeah, and yeah. I'd be like, "Did that queen just
0: Andorra out of here?" And I'm I was doing like, that "A lot in the dorms at Bard College, just leave." Just, mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: Doctor Bombay, Doctor Bombay, emergency, right. Doctor Bombay. Where
1: is that? Well, they did do a remix, didn't they, with Nicole? They <laughs> Nora into a movie.
0: Nora Efron, oh, Nora Efron. Oh, Nora did that.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but it be Nicole Kidman was her. bewitched.
0: Oh, you were in a movie with her.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah, um, mm-hmm. incredible. Mm-hmm.
0: That that was, that was bizarre.
1: Well, that's one of Jeremy's favorite films <laughs> for some reason. And he has seen both the one that came out in America and then the one that came out in Europe, which are slightly different.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm. And
1: it's what's amazing in it. So, uh, I mean, Parker already knows this. And I think you know, when I met Parker, I was like, the thing is that you're an auteur. You're you are an actress, but you are such a maker of the worlds that of every Thing I've ever seen you have fully made. You've made it. Well, we were that.
2: seeing me, like, checking out. Well, you're we like, were, oh, she's
0: checking out now. Parker <laughs> and I were okay. talking this morning about, like, Hollywood, what, if she'd ever lived in L.A., et cetera, right. and I was like, it's probably, you're, I, I think she was really lucky to have, like, Beyond. established herself as, like, something other. Yeah. Because then, now she goes into projects and she's just allowed to be other no matter what, That's yeah. what the yeah, project yeah, yeah. is. And is yeah. hired
1: to I mean, kind of be the, in a lot of ways, I feel like the glue, like the thing that's going to make it work. I mean, it's this thing of, but it's because also you're so, your context is so large, like Mm -hmm. you're not, your ability to talk through literature, psychoanalysis, history of films, history... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Political events. You see, I was
2: watching these movies as such a little girl. I was inspired yeah. by them, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I do. I so mean, you see the, the shots, you see the performances, yeah. you see how different styles yeah. go in and out. And yeah. at this point, we're so oversaturated, right? Yeah. Like, you can like... It's what I loved about Get Out so much, is that it, there was God, like an was acting amazing. style in it. Like, if I ever directed anything and made anything, it comes from that, like... So people being possessed and and being in their own worlds. Have you and, ever performed Katherine Keener? Katherine Kellner. Keener. But not Katherine Keener.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did a movie with Katherine yeah. Kellner, but I did Catherine a play Keener. with Katherine
2: Kellner, but I haven't. But I met Katherine Keener at Sundance. She's great. Yeah, she's great.
1: I mean, that whole that film, its ability to, and again, like iconography, context m- m- different forms of uh like a horror movie a suspense mm-hmm. a a comedy mm-hmm. a romance that becomes subverted you know mm-hmm. where we get to find out you know yeah this other that quality and so daring i mean the really be- beyond yeah. it was so i mean he's a genius it's
2: just an exciting way to you know to to you know who are those people talking to? And they're talking to each other, you know? They're yeah. talking to, like, generations of repression. And yeah. and um, it's just an interesting, you know, art that he was able to make when to open up those uh, that conversation, yeah. you know? What is his next project, I wonder? I think he's doing something on TV, like a Netflix. Okay.
1: Guy. I think so, too, because Jen auditioned
2: yeah when is um because he he seems also very physical you know i love like working from the outside in you know like how so i love daniel day lewis so much like you can tell he's like he has a really strong ideas of, of physically how he's going to inhabit and you know what his past is and what... And he's making something like, like, there will be blood is like one of the best. You're like, oh yeah, that is how people walked around. That is how people held their bodies. That is how hard they lived. And he has such a
1: pleasure in the physicality of it. Yeah, yeah. And that is something that it's really... I mean, when I met Joanne Woodward my first summer at Williamstown, and she's in Blood Memory, Martha Graham Mm -hmm. writes about her in Blood Memory, being Mm -hmm. like, Joanne came to her to say i doing three faces of Eve, and I don't know how to do these three things. These three different people. And Martha was like, it will be the contraction, release, and neutral. Wow. So when she's Eve White, she's contracted, you know, mm-hmm. reserved. When she's released, it's Eve mm-hmm. Black. And then whoever she ends up being at the end, like Eve, and I don't know, they really call her like Eve, I think, or I don't know what the, mm-hmm. her actual self is. She's being neutral. Mm-hmm. And that ability, though, to fuse or to it's about coming back to the body. It's re, it's the thing is it's not. It is the thing is that people are so detached from their bodies. And mm-hmm. actors can really get so like into I don't know journaling or something, and, and then it's just all headspace. Yeah. But you forget that like actually that whole character spent all this time in a certain body. Mm-hmm. And you have to be possessed by that body and mm-hmm. let it come through you.
2: That's right. And the way that things are shot down, the house stories, most stories are you know, portrayed and executed, it's the close-up, and yeah. it's the editing, yeah. which leaves the body out,
0: you Yeah,
1: know? Yeah, 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 and just like that quick pan. What were you
0: going to ask? Oh, I was just going to, I was, I was going to go back to the chronology a little bit. When, oh. you, when you finished, did you get through purchase?
2: I left, um, I got a, uh, I freelanced with a manager um, named Molly McCarthy who had a house outside of Purchase and an acting class, and I'd pick up scripts and read them and go into the city to have auditions. Oh. And then um, I got my first job in the October of my senior year, and then I um, I was on probation for like years you know, <laughs> <a couple. laughs>
0: And was, that, was that first job a play? Uh, the first
2: job was uh HBO special called First Love, Fatal Love, about a young woman who has AIDS. And I, I played her friend who was in a um, in a bar scene with Matt McGrath and Steve uh, Zahn. Matt, and I love him I so much. And um, I was also doing hair modeling in New York, where you oh would get paid 100 bucks and they'd do anything with your hair. And my hair was... Like red, orange, and wow. it was just cut to my calyx and everything, so it was really swinging. And and so I went into to uh, I just had ten lines and <clears throat> and she goes what the director came and she goes what what happened to your hair I was like I just went through hair and makeup and she goes no I liked how you wore it and the, you know and they blew it all out yeah. she's like no I would like how, you, how it was doing on its own you know and that was a real lesson.
0: Right, 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 right. Be
2: yourself. You know. I mean, but do you? When you go into hair
0: and makeup, are you allowed to be like, no, like, don't touch my hair?
2: Because doesn't. Oh yeah, I think hair is like ninety percent of acting, and if you've seen (laughs) Lost in Space, you know it has its own life and its own language. Yeah, Um
1: <laughs> <That's so stupid. laughs> That was amazing But I, but I love it It has its own life And its own <laughs> language It's a masterclass. Yeah. yeah absolutely We're, yeah, Truly Yeah and mean, Helen Mirren Having your first Paco-stop, job You couldn't see. walk
0: in And say like Don't touch my hair No show, I didn't even know relearning. That I could I didn't this this even know
2: I, I didn't even know That I could You know <clears throat> And then of course I was like Moving around And yeah. in the scene And doing all this stuff And so it was like you have to match that. Yeah. Um,
1: you get to find um, out about continuity oh, on your first yeah. film. Like, oh my and god! And this was
2: um, yeah. with this um, choreography. This friend of mine now, who um, named Alex O'Dare who's an amazing yoga teacher. She's Gabby Hoffman's older sister, and that was my first job. It was, it's I just love that I was like twenty, you know, one. Yeah. And then I reconnected with her like fifteen years later, you know. Um, she's 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 wonderful. Um, so yeah, so I got that and then and then April Fool's Day I got the soap opera as the world turns.
0: <laughs> and
2: Kinda. Of. I was staying in the city in someone's apartment and you know, I was like, I'm not gonna get a job on a soap. I couldn't be further away from and the yet, soap opera you know. It sounds like a
0: fun job.
1: Oh, it sounds so fun. My friend Florence, you know Florence, yeah. I mean, she was, I can't remember which one, but Fl- do you remember meet Florence? You met Florence on Oh, yeah, Florence,
2: yeah, yeah. She
1: was on, because it was all about well, Taya like and to Todd. Learn.
2: It was One well, like to Live. Yeah, and right. she had
1: three, I think so, and she had three different Tods. You know, Taya remained consistent, and she, she got the third Todd. She got married, I think, a couple times, and I would tune in sometimes, and there she'd be, like, getting married or, like, tied up in a well, you uh-huh. know, and I'd call her and be like, I'm watching you <laughs> tied up in a well, Queen, and she was like, "You have no idea how fun that was to shoot, because it's
0: all so fast. You wait, don't. So, you have to wait, like just go." You were on as the World Turns. Parker mm-hmm. was on Oz,
2: For how yeah. long? So I got cast really quickly because Andy Cavavit, because your hair. who was because of my hair, yeah. <laughs> who was who had been on the show since he was a kid. Um, they needed someone to match him, and uh, you know they didn't not someone who was too tall and someone who's like you know <coughs> we both had dark hair. <laughs> and um, he was so fun. Can you yeah. imagine being a kid on the show and growing up the soap opera? He was, uh, so you it was like a meat locker in there. It was so cold. So you just yeah, walked yeah, around, yeah. and they call the kids in, right, yeah. early. So you, you're there at six o'clock, yeah. just like, and really at 6 a.m., like wow. doing all the, and then the grown ups come in and they're just like blocking in this room. Yeah.
1: And, and then, you have to go This and isn't then numerous dress. takes
2: and, is Yeah like, You put on your pantyhose And your silk sa- <laughs> yeah. Saks Fifth Avenue Outfit, outfit You know And yeah. get your hair And your eyelashes on And then I would put a robe Over my body And like a towel Over my face And sleep Like just frozen You know And then like And then you'd be like Tess 15 minute warning You know
0: And, then you'd, go, <laughs>
2: <clears throat> and you'd um, You know back to life. Were you good at <clears throat> memorizing and the, lines? Andy Cavavit, I remember this one day, he <laughs> showed up. You yeah, know, usually like 30 minute warning, you say, oh yeah, okay, prepare and, and um but Cavo um, showed up and he had these sleep wrinkles and like cover covering like the right oh side God. of his face. <laughs> And so they shot him from the other side. Yes, that, that yeah. was it. We're just but, gonna but, have
1: to have you in profile uh, in this yeah, scene. But clean. all the
2: actors were sitting on their lines, you know, right. on their sides, on the side pages. He's like, blah, blah, blah. yeah. And you know, you like start <laughs> acting, and then you're like, mm, and you couldn't, like, you're like, if you just got the lines out, it's like moving on. Yeah. Like, and wow. Yeah. And just yep. you're just Florence kind of just me like all of those. I'm trying. To, is that my? You know, there's n- and you get
1: new pages in the morning, so you're like okay and then it's great training yeah i think like a soap is like actually like genius training. story
0: storyline
1: an absurd story
2: yeah. yeah did you die um i faked an abortion mm-hmm. and went away to hollywood <laughs> to become famous
0: and that's the last you hear of tess it was real life <laughs> that's
1: but the, they, is that the last you hear of tess she goes to Hollywood to become famous.
2: <laughs> but you know what, I've seen like, I ran into Colleen Zink who played my Aunt Barbara like 20 years later in my lobby in the building that I used to live in. And I was like, wears the tanis root around your neck you have not aged wow like she still looked
0: wow and she
2: was so the the acting style impressed me so much because you'd see them rehearse in the morning and all of a sudden you know you're sitting on like a fake rock and walking on astroturf and then calling, you know, Aunt Barbara just, like, turns, and, like, all of a sudden she's crying, and tears are, like, <gasps> yeah. dropping. So, Barbara. And she's, like, our face isn't moving. It's incredible. And, in, in, like, and those actors were doing theater,
1: too, you yeah. know? And they would, they would, um... That's why soaps are so good to be shot in New York, because yeah. you have these theater actors who can memorize lines quickly. That's why I booked every commercial, is I can literally walk in, and I'm like, I got it. Mm-hmm. Like, I can instantly memorize. I'm good at improv. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very good at, like, making anything else they want. Mm-hmm. And then... Mm-hmm. You just go on, and mm-hmm. soaps are like, oh, I just love it. I wonder if they shot Dynasty in Dallas that fast. It feels like it sometimes, because you'll see a boom come in, and you're like, wow, they just were, like, moving on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're watching these people get to do this.
2: But that was not live, though. That didn't start Dallas or Dynasty. Like, as the world turns, was started, that live? live.
1: Were you doing it when it was live? No. No. No.
2: That's during it started live and in black and white. And yeah, yeah, that's how. And some of the actors i been on since the beginning. Isn't that amazing? Was Were that you...
1: what Christina Crawford was on?
0: As a world turns, I don't
1: know. Well, because you I know, Christina that. Crawford was on a live soap, and that's the a true story that when she got sick. sick, her mom went and played her. You know, Joan went <laughs> and played Christina Crawford in a live soap, and you can hear it. I might, you know what? It might. I feel like I've tried to. I've gotten the audio of the one Joan was on, wow. because she's like drunk. So you're here being like, "Oh, Mark, uh, well, what is?" And he's like, "Well, your mother said, da da da." And it's like, "Oh, that's right. Well, mother's so wonderful. You know, like you're, yeah, she's yeah, really, yeah, yeah. she's like, gonna do whatever."
0: Uh-huh. Were you scared or you were gonna get stuck on a soap?
2: Um, so that was the like. I guess it was maybe eight or nine months. It wasn't a, a lot of time where... Was it uh, a I nice was still, weekly paycheck? I was still... Yeah, I was able to get an apartment that I had for 13 years. Wow.
1: That was one in the Great. Upper West, right?
2: I, yeah, I was on 80th in Amsterdam, staying at one of the actors' apartments, and then I found, through this Himmelstein, my first apartment in New York in Chelsea. Um, <clears throat> when I go and yeah. um,
1: I really want Parker to play Sally Bowles
2: <laughs> and um, God what was I saying life um,
1: Money the Soap you weren't afraid getting of, getting of getting stuck, money, stuck.
2: oh so I, I was still auditioning for independent films and this yeah. is the beginning of it Slacker had come out like yeah. the year before Rick Finkelater was in town casting Don Phillips for Daisy Confused wow. and that happened pretty quickly so I did Daisy Confused as I was on the Soap um, I think my first movie was a little movie called Joey Breaker and my first scene was with um, I only had one scene and that was with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, wow. Oh. I did an independent movie called Drunks with It right. Lewis it's, and Sam Rockwell and Diane Weiss and beyond. Oh. and it's all these It's
1: beyond that movie. You're, that I think that was the first No, Drunks. the first one I saw of you was Guffman but was then I remember play. seeing Drunks and it's she has Oh, my God. Just watch it. It's, it's oh, incredible. Does it happen in I a bar, bar or something? No, it's an A. No,
2: no, no, It's an AA oh. it based on a play written by Gary Lennon. That sounds and amazing. It's Diana. Diane and We all shot in a and church. And Faye Dunaway and Sam uh, Rockwell. You have no idea. Callista Flockhart. Yes. And Spaulding Gray. Oh, my God. Oh, read. What a, a meaning. <laughs> so I was doing all these indie movies, right? And I came back from Days Confused and... Um... And some of the older actors, too, were like, this is a great gig, you know, you can have a house, you can come in, and I was like, I wouldn't do the contract for World Turns unless they gave me a year and a half. So I got the offer on a Monday. I had to start work on a Wednesday. They needed this character to get get in. I was like, I just did four years of intense drama school. I will not be tied down. Like, I cannot be anywhere longer than I can't you know and so they gave me a year and a half and um, but after days, the producer came up to me I write about this in my book and um, it's amazing uh, he says we've loved having you here and um, but we need to um, I hope it's okay with you but we need to put Holden needs to be in a coma for Labor Day and we want to move that story along. So, your contract was, he let me go before my contract was oh. up, and he asked if that was okay. And, and
1: you're like, I'll yeah. never
2: forget hugging him in my robe, freezing, yeah. you know, and then <laughs> CBS. And like, well, thank you, you know, and he was yeah. such a good dad. He was so Aww. like warm and supportive. And and then, like, years later, you're just like, yeah, God, I, I'd love to go on the soap again, you know? Yeah.
0: And then now they don't do it. Now it's done as the world turns us over. Mm, Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people seem to have good experiences. Alec Baldwin, Meg Ryan. Yeah, people like soap. Yeah, Yeah. well, it's also good. Trailground,
1: and it also feels like a kind of long format theater in this way because because of how improvisatory you have to be as an actor, which feels much closer to live. Performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then, when you get into, like, especially in, like, larger, big-budget films where it's all going to be edited within an inch of its life, you'll have done, like, beyond so many takes That's until right. they can, like, get exactly whatever they think mm-hmm. will be the least offensive. Is that boring? Um, I mean, I haven't done as many films, clearly, as Parker. I mean, my first day in a film, it was the Weinstein, what have you, mm-hmm. and... He was there, and the director screamed at me, I probably five times, because like I couldn't. I had to learn. My first film was when I learned that I had to dull my eyes, and I couldn't. They kept telling me I was popping the, I was, blowing out the, film or something, because I'd be like, I'd give a reaction like I was playing too to broad. A, yeah, I'd give like a, a reaction to a nine hundred seat theater. And they'd be like how did you audition for this and we're so good see this
0: is a
2: style now though yeah. everything is so tame and toned down yeah, and, gosh.
1: and, and it was david really...
2: harbour was like he did oh, some I love. show i
1: know i love him so much
2: and um he was doing a tv show and we were talking about this very thing just this like this deadening
1: yeah. expression
2: and um
1: which is everywhere he it's, was, like, it's
2: everywhere and he's like yeah i was doing the show and he's like he was trying to bring some naturalism and some life into the scene and if you're an actor and and you don't have that groundedness within the space that you're in I just I just check out I become I can become really like sad you know Um,
1: because it feels like just being a puppet
2: yeah and so he said yeah the producer came up to him in some TV thing and and um, you know there's a very macho show which we have a lot now and uh, he said just do nothing
0: right which, and
2: so he did he did nothing he just did nothing oh and God, then like, he came back later because like, that was really powerful yeah. yeah so it's like the blank yeah <clears throat> the blank tough
1: which feels who very, is this man
2: you know what i and mean it feels who,
1: propagated by this older white men mm-hmm. who i also think have a at least this has been my personal experience, who then seem to have a lack of um, larger worldview and, and mystery because mm-hmm. their life hasn't been mysterious. It's been like, well, I got this thing and that thing, and everyone can too. And it's like, you can't. Their, their mm-hmm. experience of death and, I don't know, It's it lacks nuance in mm-hmm. this way. But, but unlike someone like Cassavetes, mm-hmm. who, oh, just... Understood, like when, when the mirror.
2: Yeah, and to yeah to write for women and to work with yeah. his his wife and to have his whole family be a part of production. Because there are know. these
1: directors who I love, like Verhoeven, and or even when we we're talking about Lars von Trier, and um, you know, and they're all these old white straight guys, and uh, and Hanukkah, and I mean, I think of the films when I was really like, oh my god, these are these are so incredible, this auteurship.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's ultimately, I've, I have fallen in love with the performances, mm-hmm. with the actors.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's really... And again, I mean, it's why I'm so glad. It's like... Everyone has to buy this book. You all have to get it. It's beyond... It's so fucking generous, Parker. It's like... It's... And it's not just... A book. I mean, that's the thing. When I... We, i i read it i read through a couple drafts of it and we'd sit in your apartment and talk through it and look at these images the images and the way that the language frequently goes so it's it's beyond memoir it goes into a form of prose and it is it has a There's a timelessness to the book that is about being an artist. I mean, it makes me choke up, Mm. like, just thinking about this, because it also touches me in that you've been so generous to me as a friend and so supportive of me. Like, you've been so constant in a time that has felt so unconstant Mm -hmm. or, like, not Mm -hmm. inconsistent, where Mm -hmm. people... The beginning of this... we were talking about before you came in was just people coming and going and, like, feeling at least in ways that I have felt scheduled
2: uh, in their scheduled time. scheduled yeah, and their abandoned yeah. and like all uh-huh. sorts of
1: things that have for me I have felt in the last few years. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. In a way that you
2: feel too. I see it. You too. feel
1: well you definitely feel too but you've like all during like we talked all during Lost in space, like we've stayed so like that family mm-hmm. I know. Is what I need. I and I have that with you. I know. I'm looking at Reed as I say this because mm-hmm. you're listening to this, not watching it. And a select other few. And it's been a thing of... There's a... We're just in this time that's so volatile, that feels the most dangerous time of my entire life. I'm sure many other people feel that way. And so for where art can step in, and this book is a work of art that gives heart and generosity. And, I mean, years ago my therapist said we're either making meaning or we're taking it away. And Mm -hmm. this book is a meaning maker. Thank you. And it does... It does things that, through the personal... You know, the personal is... Can be... Well, the personal is always political. It's either waking people up or helping make them go to sleep. Mm. Whatever you make is doing... I think it's the same thing. You're making meaning or you're taking it away. And this book's intimacy and Mm. love... Like, it's just... The way you love Mm. and
0: approach life is inspiring. Like, it really... I haven't read it, but it sounds really sounds like a really good coloring book.
2: You know, that's funny you say that, because that was my first, that's what I wanted to make. Anyway. And it was um, from those books uh, that you would see at the airport, and I calmed down and, you know, want to meditate in this coloring book. Mm-hmm. And with these markers, I never saw businessmen with those coloring they books. They need them. They need them, but, yeah so this kind of like oh the space of, of writing something on you know that took place on an airplane um in between you know the in between the place where you reinvent where you share your stories and you you give the stories to the person next to you and they're you know you'll never see them again and you know i think also some people want to leave an impression and some people want to have that exchange and and some people are really scared of that and yeah. they don't want to they don't want to have that um I've, I've been through like a lot of um you know when you get older you see that your life has you know a, it seems like chaos but it's ordered and it has um a design to it it has mystical components it has eternal components you know as a as an artist and performer you know that if you're honest and truthful to your own psyche and that's what this experience was like for me and it was very vulnerable even though like Ugh. they were like, Why are they talking so deep about this silly book? Like it's entertaining. It's, do you know what I mean? The
1: book is totally entertaining but the thing is but, for me but to
2: get to that place was so silly. like it was so painful. Like it it was ag it was hard. It was really hard to write. And to, to and back. to be alone. Yeah, because you wanna I don't wanna go back. And that's as you know dancers and artists you're just like just please can i just make something uh-huh. can i just be in the making and uh, God, gotta be really nice if jack came over and made something with me oh look there he is we're making something together <laughs> right, right. it's a conversation <laughs> yeah. it's a podcast yeah it's a it's a dress <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, a, yeah you know let's get yeah. on the sewing machine yeah. and let's connect these threads and these dots and and look up in the sky and oh my god look what we, what we just made, the the macro-micro, you know? Yeah. Look how things mirror, look at the the wonder, you know? And I don't know why that happens, and it does, and I I feel really blessed because of that.
1: It felt, well, and it was so... Because I
2: have lots to be, like, upset about with this awful industry. You do. But, and I have been, yeah. and I have been, yeah. I could not have written it if I had not gotten over so much, and, and be you know pain and injustice resentments, it's all a part of life. No one said that I was going to get away with that, and that <laughs> I'm not going through those feelings. And that's part of being a grown up. That and, is what it is and that to is grow the up. Thing that's you know, generous, and it too is showing
1: how to <laughs> like something that I've also I've received personally in this relationship that I always need. Interest. I mean, people. many people don't know me and so I I think I can just come across really funny but I can really lose my sense of humor
2: yeah 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 and so
1: something that I've loved is when is in the way that I refined my sense of humor with you yeah 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 and the book anyone who's funny knows tragedy deeply
2: tears of a clown yeah deeply. yeah, yeah and yeah. that's what i loved immediately that's how i fell in love with you Was seeing you on stage <laughs> and just going like that's my twin that's yeah. my i re, i relate i see you know yeah and you don't thank you yeah it's just a wonderful like blessing you coming into my life at this point because i i, I haven't had that that um that feedback, and it was such a lonely thing to do. And I'm Same. so, I'm so happy that that you were there. Um, but yeah, tears of a clown, and I know, I know that I've seen it, yeah. and it's so crazy that people still don't get it. You they know?
1: don't, and we lose people like Robin Williams, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah, people yeah. that was so huge, and Ugh. people didn't, still didn't hey. get it. Not people's the way people project onto everybody. And then, especially if they just think someone who's funny or whatever... And, and someone then, who
2: has lots of money... Right, and then they... Is fulfilled and happy, because yeah, they yeah. don't understand that they, Well, they're, they're famous, they must be fine. Yeah.
1: It's like, it's called life. And, yeah. like, it, the intimacy and connection and that breakdown that I think societally we've clearly had, like, that's yeah. the thing that we need repair in. And it is about reaching out, connecting. Mm-hmm. It's like, I truly like... I love the idea uh, of you going around with this book and and doing it, like people learning lines from the book, yeah, like it becoming class, a kind of like yeah, free yeah. form monologue. Yeah, the
0: pages should be perforated so you can just hand them out to people when you feel <laughs> them. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: and you'll—it's like an immediate in of like it's performance. You've yeah, somehow made a book like. that is that is performance and art.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There's—I I don't want to give anything away. I just. And what I mix, and I like, can't wait to read it again.
2: Because it wasn't that long ago that you know we had movies and we had yeah. fictions and we had plays. It just felt um, so I mean, much more relatable than they do now. It's so it's so wild what's happened, yeah. and it's kind of like feels I mean, somehow it tied into propaganda. Love of, yeah, I love of actors yeah. and of the the creative process, yeah. and how. You know, loving and broken and funny and tragic, you know. It, it, what a great, what a crazy, wonderful bag, you know, these people are and I am too, you know,
1: it's like. Something else that I don't know if people know. I mean, <coughs> I think people in New York do because you did some of those, um, it's the things where we, you read short stories.
2: Selected, Selected shorts. shorts, yeah.
1: So maybe some people around that know, but I know personally what an avid and well-read person you are and that's like okay. you've you've read a lot so what let's just like when I think of uh and especially if you like met an actor and it was you know yeah, yeah. like a, a famous actor mm-hmm. and it's not that's not always the case and I mm-hmm. think part of that is also the invent like psychoanalysis comes out of stories like it yep. was birthed out of fiction so and to understand oneself is to be able to understand whole Mm -hmm. so in your investment in that of exploration as a Mm -hmm. performer i think is what's so tied you in a way as well to writing Mm -hmm. with fiction and non and all of that and i think that is also something that's so clear in the book Mm -hmm. it's to be i mean elena ferrante has read everything i mean she talks about that in front of about like she reads and uses like romance novels Mm. to flaubert
2: Like, Mm -hmm.
1: you know, it's, she doesn't delineate between forms. Mm -hmm. It's in service to the content. Mm
2: -hmm. And I think
1: that is something that's so generous. And that's the kind of writing, that's the kind of film, the theater, the dance I want. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like you always say that, like, you want dance that's, what kind of dance do you want, Reed? I mean, I feel like you say funny and beautiful.
0: I don't know. These days I'm kind of, I don't know. Like, I want to see everything, even if I don't like it, just to, like, reinforce why I don't like it, right. or to help yeah. me under, and maybe I'll see something I do like, and right. then I can actually feel more empowered to talk about it in a way that isn't unfair. Right. So I don't know, I wanna see kind of anything, and be surprised. Yeah. I don't know why. I like dance. You I too. Lo- I love dance. Uh, your we show just... was at the Guggenheim that I saw with
2: you, and Jack, and, and that, that costume. That the singer came out in this black dress with that was how many feet had a had a trail that was like fifty feet long. <laughs> that tied
1: to the pianist <clears throat> that, that he wore tie- too.
2: Uh, it was really, Thanks, really beautiful. I mean, funny. it's
1: it's this thing. And of, moving
2: too, but also like it shows also how I felt it was very pure, you know, mm. and it came from a place of you know the love that you have for something when you're nine years old when you're right. 11 years
0: old well that's what i want at all to be. that
2: alive keeping yes. that alive
0: and not really being critical when people get really adult and then start it's to critical. think about stuff like in a really in a the minutia of everything and then it's like well no let's like step back and like d- is it fun is it good is mm-hmm. it funny is it sad like right. let's not worry about like so much like when it gets when they become indulgent yeah
1: i mean and i think i mean that's as an actor i feel we're told early on don't be indulgent Mm -hmm. i feel like i learned about that and then when you see an art makers when or makers of any kind or probably anybody when it becomes you realize it's not in service to the thing but in service to themselves and that whatever they're talking about, it's like, that's not the show. I just feel
0: like it's a crutch for artists who aren't, like, particularly good at their discipline. So Work. they're, like, <laughs> search and search to find meaning in this sort uh-huh. of mediocre practice. Uh-huh. And sometimes if they can be convincing to, to the public. And people are like, listen to all those words that mm-hmm. they can say mm-hmm. about the thing they're doing. But it's mm-hmm. like, but the thing they're doing is no good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well,
1: I mean, that's, and that's true in all the forms.
0: Yeah, I feel like... That's what everyone's up against,
2: you know? Because I think if when you were talking about that, I was like, yeah, but isn't it, I just had this thought, like, isn't that... Is that indulgence appreciated by the establishment? Oh, a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. It depends if that person's beautiful, if, they're, if they have, like, a lot of language, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like for... For my peers inside of the art world, people I grew up with in dance and music, I feel like getting to see somehow, like, the performances you were doing in films that we were seeing in the movie theaters felt empowering in a way to be like, oh, wow, someone Mm -hmm. is doing something super authentic Mm -hmm. and, like allowing us to understand that our like feelings of like strangeness or otherness or like mm-hmm. odd kinds of timing inside of our own art are not things to shy away from. Because you clearly yeah, really. weren't doing it and you were being allowed to do it on film. Yeah. Which was like so important for all of us.
1: So important. And then you were punished.
2: And I can't like, I, I, I watch myself and I'm, you know I blink really fast. <laughs> <laughs> and I it's but I am different and I and I carry that. And so within writing the book, it gave me like you know, it gave me discipline and it gave me focus and it and it and it and it grounded me. Um and now it's something that I accomplished.
1: And it is. Yeah.
2: And instead of being like, Oh, I wish it was different, or that's imp- right. their imperfections. You just see it all as like a, just a ride, and now it's, and now it's. It'll be out soon, and it'll yeah. be on a shelf, and I want, you know, an eleven-year-old to pick it up, yeah. and and maybe feel pretend and, there's someone yeah. next to them on an airplane, and say hi at and, the window seat. Uh, it's like. And that is so. I mean, that really was like, because I feel like, yeah. There's um, I got to go back to that place, and I, you know, I was like, I can't act anymore. I can't suffer the indignities and the and the bullshit. I can't yeah. do it. It's just too painful.
1: Too painful. It's
2: too painful. I can't get paid nothing. With other actors who are making, you know, in these TV shows, it's just like I, I have to do something else. Maybe I can make mustard you know i could make <laughs> you know cheese upstate i can you know there are all these different business things i was thinking of doing and um i was like well all that's too complicated i will shut the door and try to write something and but it, i went back to acting and through writing in a way
1: it's in t- true in the because you were writing and then
2: but i was also looking at my stories happen yeah. they just happen yeah. so it's also a way to to go like yeah you know my grandfather papa um, you know had a pseudonym of Yuri Hans when he was a basketball player in Louisiana so he, he could play on the high school basketball team because he was poor and he invented this, this name for himself in case press came
1: that's in amazing. Case press came, what was the I pseudonym mean, is, again? It was. Yuri, huh. Yuri he didn't want to get Hans. busted.
2: You know, he didn't want to get in trouble. And um, he became this other thing. And to you know, and this book really is like also to to my family to the lineage, which is like
1: that is true. You feel it in the book. The, you feel yeah. that history. But and it's that thing too. Of I mean, yes, I think we were watching these films, and I suppose. And there was this thing that it allowed of of like, oh, I should stay authentic to myself. Mm-hmm. And that's in realizing that we're all the other. Right. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing is that everyone is the other. Everyone is the stranger. And people have, my hope is that people in our lifetimes understand that because mm-hmm. that's the unity. And instead of, well, let me just fit into some prescription that somehow got made through some, like, accident about capitalism. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny, and every, these stories, I remember you, when when I was doing These Young Men and Women here at Bard, Parker came to see the dress rehearsal, and that night on her, on your way, I think, was when you got off her Lost in Space.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She came into the theater and she's like, I've just been offered to play the role that I loved growing up as a child and I was like and for me I, the, uh, the way I relate to it is if I got asked to play Alexis Colby Carrington um, or Alexis Carrington Colby um, I was like and it's so I mean it, this year it's been yeah, it's been it's profound so it's been yeah. profound yeah. and that it's and I think you know the spirit side of me is like you're being asked to do it
2: yeah, yeah, it feels very. Um, That's
1: healing for a lot of people.
2: I yeah, I. <clears throat> well, I asked. Yeah, I I had to do it, and I knew I I would do something. Um, I didn't know what it would be, but. It was it was healing, and it is putting. Wrapping wrapping it up, putting it to bed, and you know, and sharing. Um, sharing the
0: experience, right? Yeah. In times of feeling like rejected or disappointed inside of like your acting career, did you have tools that you would use to like make yourself feel better, like feel loved? Like you remember how Sally Field and Soap Dish would go to the mall mm-hmm. and then and then have Whoopi Goldberg be like, Look, it's her and then everyone would crowd around I, her.
2: I need to see that movie
0: again. <laughs> that movie is,
2: is that's the movie world, to watch tonight. Yeah, the world that is so rich of stories and, and um, yeah 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 it's good I, I want to see that again um, I didn't know what rejection was until my 30s I had such a strong attitude
0: mm-hmm. well that's good like, to have that foundation it was really
2: that's their problem right? oh, wow! because and then I'd go out to LA and I audition for these things and I had these ideas and the ideas they were like I don't really want that you know what I mean
1: it's in the book and you're know,
2: like okay um And then I would get called back to New York to do something in, uh, you know, to do an independent movie. Um, But there were other things too that I just, um, you know, I could, so my 20s was just, I thought when I hit 30, when I hit 30, after 30, I really thought there's more after my 20s. Mm -hmm. Like I have to continue. I don't know what that speed and that energy or whatever that force was, and I was just just like running and doing and making and and creating. But it was in my 30s when the system changed, you know, when the werewolves and the vampires and the Middle Earth and the other generation started (laughs) to kind of be more interested in um, the inflation of, Mm -hmm. you know, these, these, these characters... And video games, you CGI. know, CGI yeah. and all that. Um, but I love doing Lost in Space. I love like pretending something's there when it's not, and it's so much fun. And you know, I I hope they let me do more stunts. And you know, they cut that when I showed you when I videotaped it from the videotaped it oh, from it was the recorded it from the monitor. It was like. Being, there was know, this, being able to be thrown around in the spacecraft. There was and, this like, thing that. jumble <laughs> that you create yourself, you know? And I was like, if kids could just do this everywhere, I'm like, why don't we just say, like, this is dance, is choreography. That's would be what so I much wanted fun. as a kid, and I
1: would I'd reenact that as a child. Yes. That was my first <laughs> acting training. I was watching people. Yeah, she sent me this thing from the monitor of like the spaceships crashing, and it was just like her getting slammed around. Well, they shaved she was the camera, doing.
2: and then you just do all and this stuff. And then you
1: move, and it looked. Amazing. I would
2: throw my back out, but I didn't even—I didn't even care, you know, because it's—it's so much, it's so much fun. Went, and what, like it's just very basic. But God, if families were
1: playing around, up, cardboard playing around, boxes. Yeah. I mean, like running around, screaming. I mean, it's really, yeah. It's that like,
2: sense of play instead of this like bang, 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 bang. You know, instead of the yeah, video instead games. of people
1: having their heads ripped off and like yeah. shot like just hundreds of people being like, you know, thrown away by like millions of gunshot. Isn't it, Parker gave me one of the things that's like helped me the most, these last few years, which was... Cupping. I, cupping, yeah, acupuncture <laughs> and cupping. And um, she said, I think you were loved in your 20s, will be hated in your 30s, and respect in your 40s. Yeah. Oh.
2: You're gonna turn 40 soon.
1: I am, I'm turning 40 this year. Yeah.
2: Makes it good. feels like a big deal. But it's after the hump, you'll be like,
1: yes. This was when we were going through all those reviews, when it was, like, when Ryan like, came to four premieres, and each one was, like, more and more homophobic. He
0: didn't like the show that made you fall in love with Jack.
1: Yeah, that was the first... When you and I connected was when I would gotten a show that, like... That's how I met you. We'd had like a standing ovation, and then I got a review that was like, I wish this would go away fast.
0: Well, it was basically like the people in the audience are clearly planted or whatever because they're laughing at the show, but why?
1: Well, I can tell you what, yeah, I didn't you're know a Parker dancer before. And a
0: monologue guest, That's right. And Parker Posey and was there and, and never met us.
1: Never wow. met. <laughs> and, now, and now I have my twin now sister it. back
0: mm-hmm. that
1: I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Let's get out of this room I and go down and play. Right? Yeah, we well, it's to time. To, it's time to eat and get in the pool. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love you beyond. I love you, too. I love you so much. I love you too. Everyone, get this book. It's called You're on an Airplane. It's coming out July twenty fourth. It's, it's everything.
0: Parker, we love you and our we listeners love you and we love you. you. There are gonna you be ecstatic. Oh, I have
1: to, to oh. <laughs> time.